0: casting zombie out of the uh, team for not being professional enough to come with English down to our new recording location welcome to Hand of Potter I'm Sam Kelly. I've, I've got English Dan sitting next to me, although we are dogless
1: this week, so hello English Dan. Hello. I heard Zombie refused to enter because he wasn't included in the original lineup. It's just a rumour. Uh, I've got Argentine Seba here as well.
2: Hola. Is it true he's called Carlito Zombie? You don't?
0: Well, you know, that's All right. something it's, we've heard, yeah. Let's keep talking about it. The particularly perceptive of mine might have picked up what we're referring to by now, um, and of course we've got another member of the team here, uh, Australian Dan, as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I heard um, somebody uh, didn't want to come to Microcentro because his his family is closer to Kawashita, so. Well, I,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In in Lujan. <laughs> uh, We're recording today in uh, in the virtually in the shadow of the Buenos Aires Sheraton. Uh, it would be the shadow if the sun was on the other side of, of the world um, because the Sheraton's <coughs> half a block south of where we are, in Australian Dan's beautiful new bachelor pad which he's not even paying rent on yet I know, I not for <laughs> another few days anyway if, if my voice disappears a little later then I i do, well I uh, congratulate you all for not having to listen to it but I, I did lose it completely a couple of days ago fortunately it's more or less back now but it is a little bit croaky, so I'll be trying not to talk quite as frequently as usual as a result of which I apologise if the podcast is of slightly better quality than it normally is uh, to all of our listeners (laughs) we may as well get the Tevez thing out of the way first guys Um, none of us have actually seen it because in their wisdom Fox Sports here in Latin America opted to show Real Madrid's thrashing of Ajax in the Champions League earlier today but we have of course heard about it Um, Carlos Tevez refusing to play for Manchester City earlier in the evening we'd be daft not to mention it given he is an Argentine player and we're an Argentine football podcast Mancini's already said that that's it for City but I mean can we see any from the Argentine point of view do we see any way back in terms of the the national side well it's definitely going to damage
3: damage his chances with that as well because obviously he's he's not in he hasn't seemed to be in Sabella's plans so far possibly to do with him not playing possibly just Mm. for other reasons but him obviously now his future being up in the air is going to make it even more difficult and the other aspect I think is interesting is where where he's going to now um
2: yeah. now to begin with i don 't think he cares about playing for Argentina anymore I mean that he was never that fond of the national team he he was famous for singing songs against Well, he was playing for Boca mm. singing songs against the national team of Argentina <laughs> funny funny as it sounds but it was a controversy because he wanted to play for Boca in the club World Cup and at the same time there was a youth competition going on for Argentina and he didn't want to take part so back uh, back then it was 2003 it was, a, it was the first sign we saw of Tevez not putting Argentina uh, as a priority and some people this is one thing that really puzzles me some people criticise Messi and they they said Messi never shows up or whatever never plays for Argentina and he I remember Messi clearly uh, telling the, 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 the the big bosses at Barcelona that he wanted to go to the Olympics he didn't want to be with with Barcelona in that friendly tour or whatever. Yeah, and at the same
3: time jeopardizing his relationship with Guardiola who was almost a father figure to him, jeopardizing his relationship with that club that who did who did so much for him in order to come and play for Argentina yeah, Olympics.
2: Exactly, and people still uh, criticize Messi for for not singing the anthem or whatever and now Teres uh, He's he's clearly not showing any signs of of commitments with with Argentina and what he's doing at club level is clearly going to affect his international career if there is
1: any international career in the future. I think I'd uh, agree with my two colleagues here the way he's acted I know Isabella has made it very clear that he's not going to have any future in the national team until he at least starts playing week in, week out again with his club and obviously if he carries on like this that's very unlikely to happen. It almost seems like uh, going on from what Seba said about him Not being interested in playing for the national team If he's pulling stumps like this It almost seems like he's just not interested in playing football For a stop anymore like, Which has been kind of the thing that's been mentioned by Tevis himself, He said in the past You know, I play football for the money I play it to give my family a future It's not kind of for the love and all this kind of thing And you think, now that he's got to a certain age Obviously he's rich enough to never work again Like in his family probably Has to work again in Argentina like yeah. Has he just kind of lost interest in it? And I don't know.
2: Yeah, and then there's there's this other thing which relates only to Manchester City, not not so much with Argentina. And uh, his bold move in the off season by saying I don't want to go to to Manchester to mm. play again for City. <clears throat> uh, he sent a letter to the to the media yeah. explaining this, and he made it clear to the club I don't want to play for Manchester City anymore and he made himself available uh, in, a, in a transfer market like City had no other option like trying to sell him or not uh, or keeping at, at a risk of things like this happening and now uh, during the whole summer nobody made a serious offer for tennis and, and City they hold, they, they hold on for, for a bigger offer
1: and there were some movements from, was some mm-hmm. movements from uh, Corinthians and from Boca but yeah, that Cor- kind of the yeah. offers weren't up to yeah. what you to to a, an there, yeah. there was whispers but I don't think they, well, no, no, it's no, it's they, they
2: went they went for Forlan and, and yeah. Saturday and Forlan for really really cheap I mean yeah. it's still well, no
3: for me the big point now is where, where is he going now because I, I, I would think somewhere like Malaga or one of the Russian clubs or something that's, those are his only options or but, PSG or, yeah, you but can't yeah. imagine he'd, he'd want to guy there to be honest no
1: I think the only options for him now were probably Brazil or, or Argentina. Who would? Of course, they'd have to pay a lot, but they would be the people who would forgive things like these. If I'm not going to be in, yeah, yeah.
2: What what will happen w- with Torres from now until January? Because mm. he yeah. ca- he
1: can't move anywhere. Right? Well, I heard just before <laughs> just before coming out, I was reading a little bit on this on the situation, and they made it clear that he didn't refuse to come on because. To kind of see, save themselves from being cup tied for Champions League because he already was. He came on, I think, for like ten minutes against Napoli mm-hmm. or something like that. So that right. wasn't kind of his thinking. It wasn't calculated. It seemed like he just.
0: Didn't
1: no, he feel said, he said in I don't know. Said yeah. You might have left before his
3: interview, right. which, which I just heard about as well uh, on Twitter okay. or whatever, where he said, um, "No, I've been asking for a year to leave. Right. I've said that I'm not happy here, and that so was that's a good case, basically breaking point basically. <laughs> but still, you know, it's just you'd think it's kind of unacceptable behaviour, and it's yeah. going to make him very unattractive to other mm-hmm. club just the fact that he was sitting on the bench and refused to come on yeah.
1: mm-hmm. I mean I've always been one of the people that's defended Tevez more than yeah that's defended more, Tevez more. Cumbia links. well yeah because yeah. we're both music yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of kind of English speaking media especially have been very hard on Tevez when he wanted to kind of go home for Christmas didn't want to play in boxing that kind of thing. and I was kind of the one who's you know defended him to other people saying you know it's very close to his family it's like a Argentine culture you have to be home at Christmas and you know, he's miles away from his home, but I think this is a point where you have to say you, you can't defend him more. He's mm-hmm. acting completely selfishly and there's no more to it. I wonder
0: um, whether we can. Obviously, most of our listeners are going to be aware of how their, their own media in whichever country they happen to be in is reacting. Uh, the English media being probably the most influential in terms of reaction given that he's playing there but whether we can give them some kind of flavour we don't know right now as we've been saying because so far they've been pretty much ignoring it but how the Argentine press are likely to react once this actually starts to get reported not that it's going to be front page news necessarily
3: well, was, no. I mean it was front page on Ole just as we, we started recording but as I was saying before two years before we started, uh, it, it took a while for people here to react. Like there's all these Afternoon uh, football shows on, and nobody was mentioning it. They were talking about Ricardos injury and this sort of thing. Uh, so it was nowhere near the, you know, well, at the same time everything was was going crazy on Twitter with people talking about it. And here it was just silence. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it'll definitely be a big deal, and perhaps related to the fact that it, this could mean a move move back to. To several
2: anymore. Yeah, I think uh, my prediction is that the media here will, <coughs> will be very indulgent with Tevez, mm. will probably blame the club or the city, like you know, Mancini, Manchester yeah. or Mancini. Mm. Uh, Tevez never seems to be at fault and also there is a risk for these uh, media personalities mm. if they go on and criticize Tevez who is clearly this. It's the, the, God. Yeah, yeah it, it, I wouldn't say God but he's clearly the fan favorite here mm. in Argentina. <clears throat> so if you go against him, you pr- you're probably going against more than half of the, the people that are watching you or, or buying your paper.
0: Mm. Yeah, so I would th- say, maybe not God, but if, if Maradona is God, then Tevez is, is Jesus Christ, maybe. <laughs> in in Time media coverage terms, of least. Mm-hmm. Sorry, carry yeah, on, yes, so. No,
2: no, you're, you're correct. I think that's... And, and, and I think that's what will happen. I mean, probably... Those who are not so big in the media, like, they're not so big personalities, they wouldn't be afraid to tell it like it is, but I think the big influential guys are going to still uh, be very condescending to to, so to
3: Carlitos, if, uh, with Carlitos. if Maradona is God and Tevez is Jesus, what, what's Riquelme?
0: Well, that's what I was trying to work
1: out. <laughs> I couldn't quite work out who the Holy Spirit would There's, be, there's a lot of gods in Boca. Yeah. 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 They're like Hindus in that respect, I think.
0: I think maybe they're two of the, the high priests, perhaps. Right. More, more so Palermo than Rikelme because they uh, Rikelme and Maradona have less of a great relationship. Rikelme could be Mohammed. <laughs>
2: um, Macalister, Macalister, Mac- to be John no, the Baptist? No, the one who betrayed. Uh, ah, Judas. Yes, Judas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna get in troubles. Yeah. Mixing up <laughs> religion. Stop, with stop talking. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we're not. We're not going to uh,
0: in, in addition Quite. to which, we, we've discussed that for ten minutes, and uh, there is a rather more pressing concern regarding the Argentine national team, albeit less of a, a proper national team, but it's certainly more immediate, and that is. Uh, Wednesday night, so I won't say tomorrow because that's probably when this will go online um, but Wednesday night's friendly the second leg of the Brazil-Argentina Superclassico das Americas the first leg having been a 0-0 draw a couple of weeks ago which we mentioned last week on HondaPod uh, how do you see it going guys? We were all expecting them to get Argentina to get thrashed in the first leg, uh, this is for those who are listening for the first time uh, national side's made up of purely of players playing in Brazil and in Argentina Uh, Argentina have called up a couple of well four minus one due to injury Um, Argentines playing in Brazil Brazil surprisingly or unsurprisingly haven't called up any Brazilians playing in Argentina Um, but yeah after they avoided getting thrashed a couple of weeks ago are we optimistic as Mm. Seba are you optimistic as an Argentine fan or
2: well I think there are reasons to be optimistic first of all we are again the underdogs and if we lose I don't think there's be, there, there, there's going to be uh, big criticism or, of the team or Sabella uh, because it's, it's logical to lose this game Do you think the, the
0: Argentine press will see it the same way as well given that expectations so, yeah. might have been uh, raised slightly after the last performance
2: No, no I, I, I don't think that will go against Argentina it's never easy to go to Brazil and win and I think I think Savela has a lot to win and very little to lose uh, in this game I mean it has been long established that Argentina will be the underdog again, and now Brazil are going to
1: be without Leandro Damiao, who got injured. Yeah, and still without Ganso. Yeah, he didn't play the first game either, but he's still yeah. on the sidelines. And um, I like, if I can cut in quickly, I yeah. like what Ceballos um, had adding the the Brazilian-based Argentine players because definitely gives you some quality. I mean, you've got Bolatti, who's obviously you know. He went to the World Cup He's got a lot of experience In the national team Probably more Than anyone else in the team And you know Very good player For what he does uh, Guignasul Who's another Central midfielder Kind of Very strong in the middle Combative Ugly as sin Ugly as sin <laughs> but. A beautiful, beautiful man isn't he? <laughs> inside, <laughs> inside, yeah. inside yeah And then uh, Walter Monticho Who for me You know I watched a lot of, kind of Brazilian football The Copa de Vete Last year He was one of your Nominations and for Argentine Abroad of the year wasn't Indeed he? he was, yeah And I'd probably go a little bit i yeah. yeah. probably go a little bit Further and say He's one of the best players Playing on the South American continent At the moment Very, very good Number 10 Who can also play as like a second striker He scores goals I think he's a four highest scorer In the Brazilian Serie A behind Ronaldinho Damião Lourdes. and Jose Luis Borges <laughs> and yeah I think if he can play and he's given the chance to pull the strings he could be a very good addition to that team
0: and anybody slightly disappointed that Dario Conca decided to move to China before this happened I saw one commenter on your blog server uh, remarking on that like, Yeah, I think disappointment would be a bit strong given that this mm. friendly essentially doesn't mean anything but well, it would have been nice
3: to thinking as, as you were talking why not call up
0: Guys in China It's against the, right. the rules This is one, one thing I was wondering <laughs> Because the, in, in the first leg of these matches Both sides just called up Players who were playing in their own yeah, country well, like, and, t- yeah. and, and then it was only <laughs> it, it was only during the During the press conference after the game When somebody asked Sabella Why didn't you call up D'Alessandro And Montisha And, yeah, yeah, and, and, and Savella kind of said Well you know if I was allowed to Then, then I probably would have <laughs> done so did the AFA not realise They were allowed to Beforehand Were the rules made up Between well, the two he, legs or what? You
2: all know You all know That I'm a big fan of Savella Oh yeah not not I don't think it's I,
0: Sabella's uh, fault I'm, I, I, I would not I'm not saying
2: this To defend him But he took over He had to give a list of 50 players. He had to go to India, Bangladesh, came back and had to play this game against Brazil. I don't think he even (laughs) had the time to to read the rules and say, okay, can I call up the guys from playing Brazil? Maybe he didn't. And after he was asked that question, he, he already, it was a similar situation when they asked him about who took the decision to make Messi captain uh, and he said actually I never thought about it until I was asked at a press conference yeah. so I think I think Savilla is giving us journalists a bigger role in this, one. we are getting That's to participate, we are taking getting... suggestions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Either that or he's being very falsely modest <laughs> and just allowing, allowing journalists Sorry. to think that they've got a bit more control over the yeah. national side than they actually have with Which is a yeah. There, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's certainly something that, that Diego Maradona didn't go for when he was in
2: charge. No, he was more Maradona suggesting journal,
0: right. Right. yeah.
2: No, no, what to do in their section.
0: <laughs> 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 Focusing on again on the second leg against uh, against yeah. Brazil for, for this highly prestigious trophy, do we expect many changes from the, the previous team? Obviously, Juan Manuel Martinez and Mauro Boselli have picked up injuries in that game and, and are out for this one. Hector Canteros again is, is going to play after the performance he put in last time. But uh, any yeah, but, other changes?
2: Now, but now with Volati included, I think maybe me, he will yeah. be moved to one of the is, sides. Is I've play? heard,
1: what I've heard, um, kind of early early gossip speculation. And obviously it's probably going to be completely obsolete <laughs> by the time this gets online because the whole squad's in the up, but... I've heard that um, Guineasu's almost certain to play in the middle. Ah, so... And Montillo, I don't know, but it's going to be a very similar side, but it looks like uh, is going to be in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so then there's not much space. It's either Canteros or... Well, I think yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, w-
0: what I you
2: Yeah, th- yeah. So what I what I thought was interesting uh, from the first game, what Sabela did was to work with... Um, with players that are used to play Every week together Like the whole midfield was from Vélez uh, The defenders were Some from Vélez Some from Estudiantes But they, they were used to play together And that that is really something that helps you When you don't have time to train And, and to prepare for the game And now he's, he's called up three guys From Inter, uh, Porto Alegre Unfortunately, Alessandro
1: definitely been yeah. in the team If he hadn't got injured course, I, I asked about two minutes ago I,
0: was going to play. I completely forgot about that. Yeah.
2: And then I suppose he's going to play Volati and Iñazú together yeah. And use their yeah. experience They play against these Brazilian players they're going to face they play week in week out Um, so yeah I I, I don't expect to see many changes
1: uh, at the back Mm. no at the back I think we'll say the same so uh, I think what we might see again just speculation is um, because Sabella in the last game played uh, 3-5-2 I think he'll stay with that formation but maybe have Guiñazón Bolatti as the kind of Double, double number five mm. and then maybe um, Canteros uh, a little bit further ahead oh, yeah. and then That's possibly is as uh, second striker we'll um, that, so.
2: I'm thinking that he might even change that 3 five, 2 mm. uh, formation use four at the back and then organise the midfield and, uh, and the attack in a different way it mm. yeah. could be three in the middle uh, double uh, uh, a set of two holding midfielders mm. and two more advanced midfielders What Montillo could be one and then Canteros could be the other and I think think the the important thing is is giving himself a lot of options when it comes to uh, building up this squad and this list of players he can pick from
0: yeah and that's the one of the interesting (coughs) things for me is that I mean we all know that no one's going to be crying too hard into their stake if Argentina lose tomorrow night because I mean, a lot of people probably don't even realise the game's going to be taking place, such as the importance being placed on it by the press. Um, but all the same, it's, it's interesting so early on in his uh, regime to see how Sabella's going to set games up against much more competitive sides and, and against stronger sides. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd say it's arguable that the gap in quality between domestic Argentina and domestic Brazil... In terms of individual players, is far greater than the gap in quality is going to be between Argentina's first string side and any other. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. it's a huge golf, and so the fact that he's able to, as he did in the first leg at least, so comprehensively outmanage Mano Menezes is certainly promising for the future, even though you know the the friendly in and of itself doesn't necessarily mean very much.
2: And don't forget, Savela won the Copa Libertadores with Estudiantes in Mm -hmm. Brazil. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) he's he's got a history of, of. uh, managing to get an underdog to uh, yeah. to overachieve, and that's what we are all hoping. Yeah. And I, one of the things I said when Savela took over was, finally, not only Argentina has a proper manager, but we will compete. Uh, nobody can guarantee results, but I think Argentina will compete from now on. It's going to be a serious <coughs> con- uh, contender for any competition we enter, and that's that's the hope, and that's where I think we're we're heading to. So. It's all good for, for now. Even no. if we lose tomorrow
3: four nil, I don't care. Yeah, as I said before, I think this could this could be a, a two or three nil uh, win to Brazil just for the fact that it's 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 a home game for them and etc etc. But it doesn't matter. I think Sabella showed he can be competitive with an inferior side in the in the first leg. And um, then again, we, we said they were going to be hammered in the first leg, and they weren't. Hmm. So who knows?
1: I can see a draw. Maybe uh, I wouldn't put a um another nil nil draw out of the imagination. 0 nil one 0 draw is what I could. Can see happening, which is unfortunate because I've got to cover it. <laughs> if they want to do a free all for free, it's fine. That'd might. be nice. That's right. Might keep me awake a bit longer. Yeah, that would, that would certainly be a
0: pleasant surprise. If uh, nothing else we, we should also mention That you know We've been talking about Sabella As if he's the first Proper manager That Argentina have had In a while And, uh, and just in case Anybody thinks We're being unfair On the previous ones I've just said Diego Maradona Won his first match In charge of Al Wassel uh, A few days ago yeah. uh, Well not not won his, He claimed his first victory uh, After losing no, drawing the first match 3-3 um, 3 no, lost, 1 against. Lost the
2: first game. Oh, lost the first I think one, actually. Okay.
0: Yeah. They, they won 3 1 at the weekend with the goal from Mariano Donda. The reason that we know this is not that we're co- uh, following the Emirati League in great detail. It's, it's, yeah. it's because it's been front page bloody news <laughs> on Olay every single. This is how Maradona centric everything is. No, of Maradona, I mean, there's it's another good. reason
1: for that, to be fair, Sam. You didn't see the video. There was a press conference afterwards as well, yeah. and and yeah. Oh, the video of him kicking the fans. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think that's why it, it made yeah. the news more than anything, to be honest. I think a fan was um, ruining a photo shoot he had <laughs> in front of a banner which was dedicated to him from his daughter and his grandson, the famous Benji. And Maradona, you know, in his own inimitable way, decided to get rid of his hand by just like, throwing a boot out of And he hit the target, as he often did as a player.
2: And what did the media say here? The fan was being annoying. Yeah. <laughs> he was, was being quite he was, yeah, I mean, but there's no. There's yeah, yeah,
3: I was, was just going excuse to as well. Way. I was just going to say, have you seen him sort of in interviews and so? He doesn't look very mm. healthy at the moment. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on over there, but like, he's really, really fat at the moment. And I saw him like after a training session the you other, know, like, a couple of nights ago. And he was like, a, I mean, he'd been standing in the middle of the training session conducting it. He was sweating and puffing and. He really doesn't look healthy at
0: all Like yeah, He's A little bit worrying He well, still remains him So much in the way of uh, Sweetness and yeah. Sometimes perhaps On a literal <laughs> <level> <laughs> Literally sweetness yeah. I, mean, yeah, I don't know If it's yeah.
3: best for him To be in that no, I
2: have a question for you And for listeners Like He still remains A godlike figure In Argentina And in many places Where Argentina Are well supported mm. Can you imagine How he how would be Had Diego died In 87 Oof. I mean, hmm. I, I
0: always—not not always—but sometimes I thought about it. I said, well, those of us with a more rational disposition would <laughs> all be much less irritated by him all the bloody time. I <laughs> think mm. <Yeah, laughs> you would. I think you'd be no. the banners of him mm. in, in a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's true. But he wouldn't be making a twat of himself every other day. I guess. Yeah, no. Well,
2: that's maybe my like, answer to your
0: question.
2: I mean. <laughs> oh, but I think he's—I uh, mean, like these uh, rock stars who die young. You know, mm-hmm. I. I I always well sometimes I fantasize what would have happened with if Diego had died in eighty seven. Yeah. Before even before it would have been twenty seven, right in eighty seven. Twenty seven yeah. and before before the first the, the, the first even uh, even the first uh, drug, the yeah. positive drug test. I mean he was he was going to be immaculate for mm. I like, I know for the English he was still <laughs> gonna be a villain but I, I don't know.
0: I I don't know, I don't know. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. Like. So what you're essentially saying? Somebody is should write a book
2: about it. Maybe <laughs> me.
0: What Seb is really saying is that as a fan of Argentine football, you wish that Maradona had died in
2: 1987 <laughs> I think we could have done him some favor, no? That would be that would be harsh, but I mean, no, it's just to uh, if these days, after all that happens, after yeah. after everything he did, good and bad, yeah. and especially the bad things he did with the national team, the drug test, the positive drug testing in '94. Yeah. His disastrous campaign as manager, and everything, everything—the the the, the, coffee, the café we the, lost, the, the fast coffee against Australia, everything, everything that went on with Diego—that wouldn't that wouldn't be there, that wouldn't be out there, and he's still like a god here in Argentina. And I don't even want to think what would be the situation had he died one year after winning the, the World Cup mm-hmm. for Argentina.
3: What did you say in 1987? Well.
2: He was 27 Yeah We, we needed him we, No 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 because we needed him To be alive in 86 To win To win the World Cup And okay, then okay. One year later Because he, I mean he, he would have been At the top he, right, That would have been The most no, not
3: famous. Because I, I thought he must have Been ill or something in, in no,
1: no, no, no 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 He was I think it would have depended on how he died as well, you know. If he kinda <laughs> yeah. himself in front of a bus to save a young kid, it's different from, you know, dying in a um sex <laughs> yeah. fueled drug binge, you know. Although that would have been more in keeping with the twenty seven club. Well yeah, yeah. oh the, 27 the yes. twenty seven
0: oh. hey. club, No, I, oh, I don't goes. think no,
2: I don't think of Amy Whitehouse. Good for you. I think of Jimi Hendrix sometimes, but not in anyway.
0: <laughs> Jim Morrison. Yeah. Yeah from Alejandro Sabela to Jimi <laughs> Hendrix via Diego Maradona this is the only podcast I've got yeah, Jan- this Jan- kind of Jan- 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 <laughs>
2: Where
0: well, well. I'm going to play some music now and then we'll come back and start talking about the local league uh, having talked about some of the local league players just now um, and what's been happening over the weekend so don't go my we're back and we're raring to go Uh, talking about the the Argentine league now rather than Argentine national team Um, the upshot of the weekend just gone is that really not an awful lot has changed Boca Juniors are still top they had a chance to go top by 6 points but they've ended up extending their lead to just 4 after Racing Drew Lanús failed to win yesterday on Monday evening and Cologne of course and, and Colon as well yeah, they, they were, were playing in fact they both not not drew with each other uh, yeah there were a lot of draws this weekend yeah. including Bocca themselves who drew
1: with um, Arantino. and Schindler's they were yeah. pretty lucky to get a draw out of that to be honest I think Argentinos from what I saw missed 3 or 4 spectacular chances he hit the crossbar from about 2 yeah. yards out was that
0: Juan Savilla was that or uh, yeah. one of the others uh, I don't know. and, and yeah game. it was a very dull game um, another, was, <laughs> yeah. the missed chances for Argentinos um, Riquelme had a good chance from free kick and the keeper yeah. did really well to
2: save and that would have been a 3 pointer because he was he was going in and he was really near the end mm. and then at the other end uh, I, I, Argentinos had a couple of chances Mm. They should have done better And and, Well it was a point Which Would disappoint Many Boca fans But uh, On the other hand They will They will will Realize that They dodged the bullet The bullet there And And the other teams behind them didn't get a lot of points, so
1: yeah,
0: and they, they escaped. And yeah. as somebody remarked on the kind of two minutes of Fox Sports Radio Del Plata that I actually listened to earlier today, uh, I try not to listen to too much for each week, cause it just makes me angry, um, uh, playing badly and not losing is one of the signs of... Well, it does, it reminds me a little, a little bit of, say, Manchester United, especially sort of last year, where mm.
3: they, you know, you'd know think, oh, finally they drew or they lost, and then all the other teams would lose as well, mm. kind of thing, so. mm. The block is looking like that kind of team this mm. year, where they just whatever they, you know, they're quite comfortable at this stage.
0: Well, it has to be said that for most of the season they have played significantly better than they did uh, at the weekend, in, in my mm. in the yeah. Mm. Uh, and from what I saw of that game, because we didn't actually get to it in the end. No, it was going we to go over Yes. Another day. Another uh, day. Quite glad we didn't go in the end, really, considering it was that dull, and also considering I couldn't speak at all on the. It day. was a dull game. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, other results. The one that really stands out was Estudiantes scoring twice and still losing anyway. Such as their luck at the moment. They've got a new president coming in in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Enrique something. Enrique's his first name. Can't remember his surname off the top of my head. Yeah. Um,
2: you me he's not on
0: his <laughs> and he's he's assured Miguel Angel Russo that his job is safe. Lombardi. He's done Lombardi, really well done, Salah. Enrique Lombardi. Lombardi. Lombardi? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's ensured uh, manager Russo that his job is safe, but losing 3 2 to Belgrano.
2: Already a bad decision from the president. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even taken over I'll it. Same, I'll yeah. take an eye yeah. anything. I'll take it. Yeah. Russo, I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> Russo, what the hell is he doing?
2: He's uh, ten, 10 defeats as a manager of Racing yeah. in the Apertura, six now 6 in six nine, and 9 games. Yeah. He's 16 defeats in 2 short tournaments, in and he still survives. 28 survived. games, yeah. yeah this is yeah. another example of a man with the media yeah friend of the media and the media not yeah. not willing to tell you like exactly. it is and a uh, potential next Argentina. Argentina manager he was he was the potential yeah. next Argentina manager in because point. Rondona liked him a lot
1: yeah.
2: and I'm so happy
1: he's not <sighs> yeah um, I'm just glad he's out of uh, Racing to be honest <laughs> yeah. well, it's, it's a bit he... mad
0: that Estudiantes have seldom been involved in many good games since he's taken charge but the two that they have one was one that they won 4-3 against Argentinos, which is the only good game Argentinos have been involved in in the last year and a half, I'd say. Um, and, yeah, the other was this 3-2 on... Was it Saturday or sun- Sunday, wasn't it? Um, Sunday. At, at home to Belgrano, they played in Quilmes Stadium. Um, is there a gig going on at the Estadio Unico or something? Or? There was
2: a preach, uh, like a priest. Oh, really? A preacher. Ah. Yeah, uh, yeah, he had, a, he had the <laughs> the stadium, the... Uh, Estadio de la Plata. He had it booked, and Estudiantes could not
0: use it. I of, wonder when they were because trying. Because
2: ceremony.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I wonder whether they were trying to um, sort the pitch out at last. Because one of the other things that Lombardi, the new, the incoming president, has said is that Estudiantes Championship is the is the stadium, mm. uh, which I took to mean he wants to finally get a decent playing surface in there because it's it's still no, as bad as it No, he wants the other
2: stadium, the the. The traditional The uh, stadium Yeah, the, the yeah, student's so. own stadium they, they are working on it mm. And they want to play there The fans want to play there Gymnasia fans Want to play at their own ground the Nobody most, wants yeah. to play at this new no. Official Copa America no. venue That the they built Not only because the pitch is crap no, it's not they don't feel also at, the at atmosphere home. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't feel at home there no. So now this guy Is going uh, Like down the, 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 the this route of saying the things the fans want to hear you yeah. know yeah. okay i'll take you to this stadium you want to play at, and we'll build it from from scratch yeah. or rebuild it or whatever, and we'll be there in no time but <laughs> in the meantime their team yeah. they are they're, they're losing every game they're playing yeah.
1: Yeah. in the meantime I sure the priests bless the pitch I don't know maybe made yeah. it better <laughs> I know it's the religious, religious theme in this podcast I don't know what it is yeah. <laughs> we're all we very kind of observant back. religious people yeah. it's, it's we're all, all spiritual right. yeah I don't know oh yeah. yeah amen to that amen <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> um,
2: which uh, other uh, no are? speaking about religion uh, San Martin the San Juan <laughs> <laughs> is the most religious Mar- no, there is. No, well, two yeah. saints, yeah, San Martin, the San Juan. No, 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 of course, uh, they they beat Rafaela mm-hmm. in what I think was really surprising. Definitely. Yeah. And and they came uh, from one nail down, right? Yeah. And they turned it around,
0: and a, they, they creamed them in the second half.
2: Oh, <laughs> nice! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so yeah, for Rafaela, two defeats in a row. We we've been saying a lot of good things about them, mm-hmm. and we have also. Uh, Put some question marks on their uh, resilience and how they they were going to cope with suspensions and injuries, and it doesn't seem to work in at least this couple of, of, of yeah. weeks, where there were three uh, matches for every club in quick su- right. succession. And mm-hmm. that they did Well, yeah,
1: they, they survived anyway
2: well then not so not so <laughs> not so much they, nah, lost, two. Yeah, they <laughs> lost two they uh... lost
1: two so I thought well, you said about they, San Martín but well, they're still
2: there <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I was talking about San <laughs> <I mean>, Martín <laughs> right. yeah. yeah.
1: no San Martín did good I was so. thinking about God and <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. just just fly oh God yeah.
0: um, <laughs> one yeah, obviously that, that match between uh, San Martín and and Raffaello was a match between the teams at the time going into the weekend at the top and at the bottom of the Promedio standings. One other thing that's been an upshot this weekend is that Belgrano, who we were just saying last week had actually come on really strongly since a relatively slow start, have now gone exactly level with Raffaele in the Promedio as well. They're, they're joint second just behind Veles now in the Promedio standing. So, you know, Raffaello's
1: still in a good position but they do need to oh, kind of address this slide that they've, they're have they in danger. I think it kind That's of shows absolutely. that the start of this season's kind of the promedios for the recently promoted teams mm-hmm. you can't really gauge them until at least kind of the end of the apatura start of mm-hmm. the club sort mm-hmm. of because at the moment it's you know they're doing it averaged over nine games it's, it's meaningless really. yeah it's yeah. like a cricketer who's played ten tests or something and exactly. averaging exactly. 150 or yeah that.
2: I can't take Religions no,
1: I'm
2: sorry I can't take yeah. No but uh, I was more Referring to Their position In the standings In yeah. this apertura Because if you Think about it They're on 16 points yeah. Boca on 21 yeah. And Rafaela Lost their last 6 mm. uh, possible points yeah. And that's I mean, they they could have been top mm-hmm. uh, had they been Independiente the at home and yeah. San Martin de San Juan, which is mm-hmm. not the, more, the not, not the strongest opposition there is. Um, yeah, I think this could be as far as they as they get.
1: Probably, so the, yeah, the, the,
2: the cream. Yeah,
1: I think which if we, they finished top half of the table, they'd be absolutely delighted. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. the cream will rise no more, I think we could say. Mm. Um, oh, speaking of Rafaela, sorry, before we move on, I went to Rafaela
2: recently and went to the bakery and. Uh, <laughs> that a no, no, I, I went to. I love don't. I No, I went to buy some facturas, some you know pastries, and uh, this guy behind the the, the, the desk, a redhead. Okay. Uh, he told me, yeah. yeah. He trust <laughs> <race>. Told me, <laughs> no, no. He told me he used to play for Rafaela. So, yeah, he was a ginger baker who used to play for the cream.
3: <laughs> oh my! <God>. I'm sorry. <laughs> is that a true story, sir? <laughs> of course it's not. Nah. If you
2: know your music,
3: you okay. you realize. Tell right. us <laughs> so what Argentinians do when you see a redhead. So,
2: some of them will touch A uh, certain body part that I don't <laughs> want to mention. Yeah. Really,
3: no. I've never. yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a lot of Argentinians, if, you, if they see a redhead, they'll touch, the, a, guy, a guy will touch his balls and a woman will,
0: will touch her left. The breast. left ball. Left ball, so right. He, is, yes. this, is this in reference to the fact that redheads aren't allowed to donate sperm anymore? <laughs> no, I think it's just because they're considered unlucky. Or bad luck, red, yeah. Bad luck. <laughs> wow, it's
2: stupid, yeah. Unbelievable. Same as, uh, you know, when... Uh, you
0: explain some of the gestures that I saw when I went to River when um, uh, Lusenhoff was still playing. <laughs>
2: Of course. <laughs> the same goes for those who, who can walk, who, who cannot walk yeah, straight, like, they have a... How do you
1: call it? A limb. Yeah, a limb. Yeah. Or a limb
2: they
1: consider
0: Yeah, it's a crazy society <laughs> we live in. It. And yet Diego so, Maradona um, receives some kind of good luck <laughs> charm.
1: Yeah. If he was ginger, he would never go as
0: well. <laughs> well, world is mad. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> God, what right. what it? another reason yeah. I just, just went to have <laughs> a
3: quick look at the results to remind myself And were, yeah, as you said, there were a lot of draws mm. yeah, There were some good games yesterday I didn't see a lot on the weekend yeah. But
1: uh, yesterday, was who was it? Good at and... News Which yeah. uh, uh, ended up in uh, Javier Torrente losing his job for News Right cool, uh, Very um, good game, 1-1 one, one. Yeah. Uh, Also,
0: also Tigre, all boys, which I think was on Saturday was a 1-1 draw Was it Sunday?
3: Yes it wasn't yesterday. Oh. Sunday, um,
0: yeah. Sunday. It was. A, it was on Sunday. That was a one-one draw with a goal for each side at the very end of each half. But that was a really entertaining no, match.
3: Alessandro Lopez as Yeah,
0: we already. Oh, have sorry, yeah. The Goal of the season. Possibly the best goal in the world over this yes. over the weekend. Yeah, um,
3: yeah I mean, com- comparable to it was a bicycle kick. Uh, well, we straight from a corner
0: Not for yeah. the first time on Hand of Pop, We should just clarify that we're talking about the Arsenal They're the defender yeah. mm. Not the currently yeah, injured I call, it, I call him the fake Lidger <laughs> He's a bit
2: harsh, he's, Yeah well he's, he's a fake Lidger He scores almost as many, Litchie many Litchie goals as a real Lidger from centre-back
0: <laughs> But yeah it was uh, Tell us about it Well
3: yeah straight from a corner
0: And If
3: you think of Rooney's goal last year It was pretty much akin to that It was fantastic He looked like he Somehow suspending himself on yeah. thin air—it was just it's
0: spectacular. The, the rugby really goal that won the Manchester Derby is the one that Manchester uh, United, right? Um, yeah. That
3: I kind of thing from a yeah. from a big defender, and it was. Yeah. I, I he scores goals. He, he does. He scores yeah. a lot of headers. And in this case, he I think
0: Rooney's was
2: a bit better, and especially because of the occasion and being a derby and being the winning goal.
0: i play, and, and, and
2: he hit it right in the top corner. Although well, it has to be he he said, he
0: Nechir. Leicester's contact was better because Rooney yeah, as I say, yeah. it was a Man United play, um, yeah. fan Rooney shinned it and Leicester and Lopez hit it beautifully and I, I read about it before I saw it because I missed the game well I didn't bother watching the game because it was Arsenal against it was it Olympus or something I, I thought it was Olympia goes with the, against the
2: Arsenal <laughs> the Arsenal <laughs> no. Avenger team, but it wasn't it was the Champions I, League
0: I, I read about it before I saw it and then I saw it I think on Paso Passo Paso on Day Say, and just unbelievable hit especially when you watch it at yeah, uh, for, why nothing he even went for it? I don't know. I mean, because yeah, because I really was anything.
3: quite a, quite yeah. way behind him and really high when he hit it, so yeah, it really. He was, was a mark.
0: That that was. Mm. I, I'm not taking anything away from him, but I mean, if, if from a corner, you left one well, of yeah. the centre backs on mark. Fact, yeah. You're asking for it. But. Yeah. yeah, but that that game that was to put them one nil up after what it was only about four uh, four or five minutes. I think wasn't it early, early on. Um, they they eventually went 2-0 up very shortly no it wasn't it was midway through the first mm. half very shortly after half time they went 2-0 up Arsenal um, and then they let it slip and Olimpo with two goals from Martin Rolle mm. in the space of about four minutes um, equalised and managed a 2-2 two, two draw Rolle we've mentioned before and I just wanted to mention him again because I was looking at uh, a couple of stats whilst provi- uh, preparing my week 10 previews the other day and Olimpo have only scored nine goals but Rolle's really Kind of waiting three, in Considering three, he I
1: plays The second striker For me I
3: think he's Player of the season For me so far Or, or yeah, one of the top yeah. Two or three I mean he's I know
1: we talked About him a lot In the clubs order Because he's one of the Outstanding players And that as well Just I don't know how long Olimpo can no. Can hold on to him Because you must think That uh, Maybe not clubs, uh, Maybe not Boca or yeah. Riva or, or, yeah. but someone like um, Lanús or Banfield Someone like that Are going to come in And he'll make that Kind of You know He'd step up yeah, you, you wonder how long Alippo can can hold on.
2: Yeah, I read some Rosario Central fans on Twitter saying, and to think this guy was uh, Rolle. Mm. Our club didn't want him because they think he was he wasn't good enough. And Rolle is also arguably, well, reportedly a Rosario Central fan himself. so... Right. Um, you, you you get to think what, what could have happened With Rosario Central Having a players mm. As good as Role mm. Before they went down To second division mm. So Rosario so yeah,
1: Role Went all over the place Before he kind of came good With Olimpo He was various Kind of Semi-professional teams In Santa Fe And mm. Rosario f- Around there before And before for in. those Who never saw him
2: play He's, he's your typical Argentine playmaker yeah, exactly, yeah. Very short mm-hmm. Similar body to Messi, Aguero, yeah. maybe Montillo. a bit skinnier, yeah. Montillo. Yeah, um, so yeah that, that was uh, another draw, and then well, we had uh, Union beating Banfield on Monday, sending San Lorenzo into Promotion places because yeah. they beat themselves yeah. up.
1: So too. I don't know if we've talked about the San Lorenzo game much. They drew 0 0 against Terrassi in a game which was Good and very fleet in very fleeting moments, but fairly, fairly tedious for the for the majority. Both teams had very good chances, kind of in moments, but for the full 90, it was a pretty uninspiring game. Did you yeah. make it to the game? Though I was at the game. Yeah, I was in Bajo Flores in the, in the away Sands. And did yeah. you hear the sound of uh, Gigliotti's hit uh, when he, when he hit the when he hit the bar? Uh, the first one or the second one? Well. Well the first one I was at, I was down the other end On the, oh, the other end Yeah And the second the one was one, just in front nah, front. We were kind of I think it was Drowned out by the
3: Ooh <laughs>
1: <laughs> So no, nah.
2: I guess it's fair to say that Racing had more chances But San Lorenzo Had the better yeah. chances and mm-hmm. They hit the post twice mm. Saha had a Great Great save
1: Yeah And um, Iori as well Put hmm. out some brilliant saves I think yeah. On balance The draw Probably was, was A fair result Racing yes. as you say Probably shaded it Just about that. You can't really complain with the draw after they hit the bar twice.
3: And um, the other draw was in the, the Cornhole Classical, uh, uh, Colon Lanús. Uh, uh, two of the two of the better teams, I think, of this this
0: mm-hmm. season.
3: Um, Colon has been playing really, really well. You kicking me now? So. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, <back> uh, <laughs> um, I'm growing my left ball. <laughs>
3: Um, well, I can't remember much Else about the game but
2: Well I think
3: Valeri uh, oh, I remember Camoranes Was playing really well and Valeri came back to Playing well uh, we, I think uh, actually Lanús deserved to win it I didn't yeah. see what They came
2: Col- out Colón right. Col- <laughs> Col- scored against A run of play Yeah much. they
3: did, they did. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Lanús Were back to their best After we saw them Lose against Boca A couple of weeks ago But mm. uh, well, they're still Dropping they're points they're still well, doing, uh,
2: And yeah. Yeah. that draw Prevented, prevented Lanús From going second yeah. Uh, yeah Ahead of Racing And just behind Boca three points behind Boca they would have been Now they're yeah. five
0: points behind them be along with a whole load of other teams the standings at the moment are um, Boca top on 21 Racing second on 17 and then with, there are five teams on 16 Lanús Colón Rafaela uh, Belgrano and two of the other ones we listed them all the off the top one. of our heads before we started
2: Rafael
0: Rafaela Nus, Belgrano Colón well
1: Rafaela,
0: Rafaela. Tigre ah, Tigre Tigre well done Sarah. the, the Tiger yeah so it's, it's a kind of if Bocker drop any points In the next couple of weeks It could turn mm. into A really tight title race right? yeah, Especially but because Boca, like Boca
2: and Racing Still have to play each other So, yeah.
3: mm.
1: so As you mentioned Every week Ah uh, well <laughs> There's new listeners Every week
2: I've
1: got to say Before this week I thought The championship Was all but over kinda. Boca looked Not You know Amazing amazing But they just seem to be Grounding that results Getting the wins every week But Now you kind of see If it doesn't go their way They can drop points and they kind of come back down to earth a little bit so and, and I will we can, we can keep faith I will I will uh,
2: put a big question mark uh, on Boca depending on Riquelme's yeah, health he's absolutely he, he, ended, yeah. he ended the game against Argentinos with a yeah. knee injury or his knee got a bit yeah, yeah it's the same knee that he
0: was operated on it's now flaring up again mm-hmm. um, yeah. so he's a doubt for the weekend
2: so if, if when he doesn't play I wouldn't say Boca are definitely beatable yeah. and I wouldn't say they're unbeatable with Riquelme but I mean, he is the difference for that team yeah. he, he really say, yeah. the difference I'd
1: say he's the difference between a side that Which you have to make favourites for the Championship And a side which will only kind of fight for it Amongst those kind four of or five, Four or five other teams Yeah, yeah. That's, a good,
0: Absolutely. Um, that's a good analogy We're, Just going back to San very briefly They've got a couple of players Um coming back uh, Néstor Ortigosa who's really key for them is, is going to be back in probably for the weekend and Sebastián Luna as well so that they, they do have a massive injury list which is very slowly kind of being whittled down now which will be something for them at least but Omar Assad's job is I mean after Torrente as, as we've mentioned re, uh, resigning his post at Newell's Uh, Is Assad potentially next for the drop I
1: think they'll keep faith with Assad. I can't see him leaving anytime soon Because they look bad in the promenio But this season they're actually Not awful I think maybe 12th, 13th Which obviously isn't good for a club like San Lorenzo They're expected to be in the top half But but I can't see them rushing into
2: He was up to me The next in line would be Russo
0: Yes Yes. Absolutely He should have been fired already And and let's not forget that from from a better points total going into the season last season River finished 6th overall in the table and still went down so uh, saying San Lorenzo aren't doing disastrously badly just on this season alone is uh, potentially it's not going to be enough for them it, it, they've still got to yeah. really got to sort something out although I think no, I think also coming back is the Well, they do have the players I think, as yeah. San Lorenzo
3: almost always do yeah. as one of the granders so it's yeah, a matter of yeah. sorting it out putting some results together I think
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. and that could also play against them because the pressure will be higher than for a team like Arsenal or mm-hmm. other, other clubs that are used to be in that fight against Again, the relegation I where found last season yeah. with the amount of pressure yeah. that was on those players yeah. so it's still early days but if they continue with this Difficult situation they're in And the promoted teams continue to do well yeah. I As think that's the key
1: Yeah, I think we've mentioned it quite a few times In the last couple of weeks San Lorenzo and even to a greater extent Tigre's future Depends on how these promoted teams do Because obviously You can usually expect one or two of them To be in the relegation fight at least This year there are four And three of them at least are doing very, very well at the moment yeah, um, but, yeah. yeah, It depends, you know They haven't got the squads of uh, San Lorenzo So as the season goes on If they get a couple of long-term injuries It's going to be very difficult Especially in their class. Yeah, I think
0: Union, well particularly I mean at the moment Obviously Union are, are the particularly vital side there cause With Rafael and Belgrano Both way up the other end of the table It was Union's win, as you say, but That jumped them over um, San Lorenzo and, and so the other two seem to More or less have the measure of the division when mm-hmm. when they're firing on all cylinders, but with Unión, it's going to be, you know, is this a flash in the pan kind of their form, or are they actually starting to, to find their feet now? Because San Martin, regardless of their win over Rafaela this weekend, I don't think San Martin have enough there um, mm-hmm. to, the to to break tough Yeah, break.
2: Yeah. Let's yeah. yeah. not
1: make any rash predictions.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> the only thing I will say about the Promoción that it's going to be played next year. What I want for the promotion is San Lorenzo to play Huracan, yes. but the, the Huracan needs to they need to improve dramatically. But that, so that's, would, that's that the would be yeah. yeah, that would be the, this is a relegation
1: the playoff we're talking
2: about. Yeah, the relegation playoff. Uh, I think next there season. would be
1: murders in that uh, yeah. Yeah. murders us. Nice, yeah. yeah, everything. Yeah. everything. Uh, I think we could definitely we could potentially see the AFA doing a little bit of
2: their trickery to see, make sure they don't... Ah, no, we, we could potentially see if the Mayans are uh, were right or yeah. not. <laughs> that,
1: that could game, be the end
2: of the world. That, will, yeah.
1: that game will take place that in of yeah.
3: Speaking of the second division, did you see Funes Mores, Golazo, Sam? Yeah. No, I didn't. So I was was like like public I was, I was at a friend's... Um, <laughs> all his fans. Yeah. I was at a
0: friend's asado. Uh, I managed to get the last 20 uh, yeah. minutes because the, 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 this friend, uh, Alex, doesn't have a television in his flat. Managed to get the last 20 minutes on an internet stream, but Funes Mori has now scored twice for River, and both of them have well, been while well I've not been watching. Um, and um, it's a fantastic goal as well. Like, yeah. Fernando Torres at his best. Yeah, no, I saw it afterwards, and it, it was a good finish. But I'd also, I did say last season when it looked like River were going to go down, that. Funes Mori could find his level in Bay Nacional. So Apologies. I don't feel that there's an apology as such. Is I think, I think that would mean a lot If he, if he comes be... back up and starts scoring in every match in the Primera next season, then I'll apologise to him. But until then, Fair enough. No, you're uh, a very
1: demanding man, sir. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> since, since we've mentioned it, River, after three consecutive draws, returned to winning ways against Ignacio La Plata at the weekend uh, on Saturday uh, 1 2 0, with goals from Funes Mori and from the other blog. Juan Manuel Diaz. Well done, thank you, Dan. Had it from a, a free kick. So,
2: um, yeah, but about yeah. River, the most important thing was what happened off the pitch. Again, mm. and, and this is course. a tendency, a dangerous tendency for for this okay. club that was always used to be in the in the front pages for winning titles and mm. dominating the league, and now they're in the front pages for, but for all the bad reasons. Yeah. And now they the, the ju- justice or the police yeah. went on a raid of uh, the club offices Daniel Pasarela's offices former president Juan Manuel Aguilar uh, José María Aguilar José María Mar- 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 Aguilar yeah. uh, offices and Jesus Mary Mar-
3: Mar- Aguilar
2: <laughs> J-M-
1: JMA
2: and uh, yeah, it's not looking good for for a club like this they continue
1: to make the news for yeah they continue to have these kind of financial irregularities that pasarela said would end when he came into office but it seems like, I don't know if it's a lack of will on his part or a lack of opportunity, you know, kind of changing someone, an institution that's dead set on doing it a certain way but it seems like the the backhanders and I think money laundering was one of the charges Well, it seems like, you know, allegedly they're carrying on. A lot of his directors were uh, had a
0: position of some sort or another Mm, under Aguilar as well and, you know, we've we said when River went down that Aguilar has far more of the fault than Passarella does um, I don't want to come across as a Passarella apologist because I'm not 100% either. behind him by any means um, but yeah it's uh, but what is that's in 87 <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or in seven as, 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 as the only man to, the only Argentine uh, person to have two World Cup winners medals as he yeah. loves to remind everybody on a well, semi-frequent basis um, yeah just on a what River is up to
3: Maradona was also rambling about this the other night but in in some way truthfully uh, talking about well think about the players that River has sold we've touched on this before but you know Aymar,
0: Savion all these guys over the last however many years, 15 years, and where has all that money gone? And some, some of these, in fact, are players that, was, that were named in the, in the report and in the declarations today, because one of the uh, accusations, and it's not a new accusation actually, is, is that um, some of this money was laundered via the transfers of Mascherano to Corinthians, Saviola to Barcelona, Aymar to, where did Aymar go to? Reimer, Valencia, thank
2: like, you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and Iguain to Madrid is the most famous one, where supposedly the Barra Brava are said to have taken a, a very large cut of his transition
2: I think it was yeah to Lazio,
0: which turned out to be on a false passport as well um, yeah. and yeah and all the rest of it so these aren't necessarily new allegations but they are new raids on the offices and it remains to be seen where they will lead mm-hmm. to there's been some talk of the AFA being raided as well whether AFA officials are implicated in this or whether it's just that they've okay, got I the details so, of not. Rivers I'm sure uh, in so. about 2020 we'll have the, the full story yeah, I get the feeling that Rondon is going to be untouchable even if they find I don't know <laughs> child pornography on his computer or something <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm suggesting anything. of course we'd, we'd hate that to happen this to such true, a though. reasonable and, and well loved man Um and
3: anyway. That's why you had trouble getting
0: accreditation at the on Such allegations. Could be. Uh, they, they didn't give me accreditation for Argentina Chile either next week. Although I think that's got more to do with the fact that I didn't apply for it. <laughs> it turns out you do actually have to send them something if you want to uh, to be registered in the system. Um, no, apparently, I, apparently Pasarela was right in one thing, because
2: the police found in his office... Uh, an offer from Benfica for food Mori <laughs> 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 but, yeah. but it was a, it was a piece of paper with yeah. 24 pesos of yeah, 100 pesos
1: uh, apparently yeah. no, 24, 24 it's gone yeah. up to 500 pesos now oh. says. Yeah. Yeah. I had a collection or, of Portuguese
0: postage uh, <laughs> I shall now put the microphone down uh, and okay. then we're going to come back and, and briefly uh, discuss particularly one of the following fixtures and of course have mystic done mystic done do you want to take it away with your prediction.
3: Absolutely, I do. It's uh, Well, Belgrano to beat Argentinos,
0: uh,
3: Rafael Lanús to draw, Vélez to beat San Martín de San Juan, uh, Olimpo to win away to All Boys, Racing to win the Clásico, against Independiente, Boca Tigre to draw, Colón to beat Estudiantes, Arsenal to beat Union, Chloe Cruz to draw with San Lorenzo, and Banfield to draw with Newell's.
0: And the one that stands out there, obviously, is the... Uh Racing Independiente. Yeah. We've got two yeah. Racing fans with us. We don't have any Independiente fans. We don't associate with that type of person. I think <laughs> we'll terminate exactly it that for exactly that one. kind of reason. <laughs> uh, but guys, are you nervous about this Classico at all? I, uh, always. Always. Oh,
1: yeah. Always. Not as much as in as in previous seasons because I think there's quite a big disparity between how the two teams are going. And, uh, quality in the two squads no. but always it's no, that's danger that's, that's, what, danger.
2: That, that's what's me, making me more nervous ah, because yeah. now we're clearly the favorites. we're yeah. playing at home we are the form team of the yeah. two
1: second in the league of course
2: undefeated never went behind in the score mm-hmm. in this whole season yeah. and Independiente they have to play on Wednesday in the altitude at Quito yeah. against Liga de Quito well yeah. play with results. Thursday I think isn't
0: it well or is it th- Wednesday? Thursday yeah. yeah midweek
2: so, so um, they're going to have long flight yeah. they're going to be playing in the altitude they're not they're coming from defeat at home against yeah. Vélez uh, these three points for Independiente are in my opinion well for, for both teams are really really important but yeah. if you consider that Independiente are going to be in big troubles uh, next season with the relegation yeah. uh, it's also very big for them we, we could on paper have more to lose than Independiente yeah. but then again if you consider the big picture They could be going down next season So um, Hopefully And uh, <laughs> No, but I think uh, On paper Racing
1: ha- should have the advantage Yeah Well, they do, on paper They do have the advantage Definitely mm-hmm. But Obviously It's a massive, massive cliche But In derbies The form goes out the window And all yeah. that Kind of yeah. stuff Although having said that The last When uh, When the when I think the of is going to be, the referee blows for 90 minutes. That's when I'll, I'll kind of calm down. When uh, until in the, the last few seasons of, of the last
0: 10 league Classic got dressing of 1-1, and it was the most recent one. It was in the class order last year, which gives you some idea of how. Dominant, independent, they've been over that kind of time period in this yeah. fixture. It was a um, What's the historical, just generally speaking, across the whole history? Oh, so they have like they they have have more quite than quite twenty yeah. more than twenty
2: games right. of advantage. Uh, until the seventies, it was Racing with the advantage in the head-to-head history, but then they they had the best pe- the best period of, of their history, and Racing uh, was on the opposite yeah. side of the of the coin. And now, well, things are looking better for Racing recently. Mm-hmm. And hopefully <laughs> He will show On On, on for
3: people who missed uh, Previews or, or Reviews of this match In previous seasons This is It's an immense game so yeah. just,
1: If you're going to Watch anything this weekend Try and Try and catch this game Well basically we can say now that uh, River have gone down into Into the Bay This is the biggest game yes, Of the Argentine calendar Definitely The atmosphere is just, just unbelievable It's just yeah. something that you have to see To believe and Just out of interest I'll be going Kind of obviously because I every week to Racing Will any of my hand-up colleagues be No nope. I'm
2: not, I'm not going to be making it this I time I
1: would like to I went,
3: as you remember, I went last year as, mm-hmm. as yeah, press we oh, Yeah, we went we, the, the three on. of
2: us plus Cecilia Lagos and friend from Chile yeah? Hola Cecilia
3: <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I would like to I went, I, I, This sort of snuck up on me I'd forgotten that yeah. it was on um, And I haven't played for press or anything right. So
1: uh, I believe it's 4 o'clock Argentine time on Sunday Right, be kicking off But definitely As I said last year It's probably the best atmosphere I've ever Ever seen In a a game It's hard to beat Definitely And Mm -hmm. I don't know What they'll be doing I think The Twitter buzz Has started already Amongst wrestling fans Kind of What kind of show They'll be doing I think uh, There was some talk about um, They're going to go For the papers This this year Because in April They released Ridiculous amounts Of smoke bombs And I know I think It was 2009 The famous one They just showered Mm -hmm. The pitch with just miles and miles of uh, paper and God knows what. Yeah, which delays
2: the. the kick-off <laughs> it delays time, it yeah. somewhat, yeah. And maybe I'm getting old because I used to enjoy those things, yeah. but now
1: I, <laughs> I, think. I just. Start. I think you're just not doing the previa, right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. you drink enough um, yeah. beer and wine before, then it's all good fun.
2: Probably. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're not absolutely smashed, it's not quite the same. I never uh, heard that.
0: I hope they've. Um, I hope they they fixed the the big flag because I saw the big flag for the first time. Uh, when I was at thrashing a couple of weeks ago against Olimpo because it was Gio Moreno's first game back yep. and so they, they got it out and as they were kind of winding it back in I noticed that they, there was a, a tear across it which must have been something like 20 feet across down one oh, of the seats. I seams.
1: remember when that happened actually it was it, it wasn't the bit- down? no I don't <laughs> do that kind of thing um, it was one particularly windy day and yeah it was billowing all over the place and it got kind of snagged on the uh, perimeter fencing kind of the fence of the <laughs> car. so Funny enough, I know the guy who um, put most of the money in for that flag. He's um, a guy that's always around uh, racing, and he dresses up as a cowboy. And apparently he was once rich, but I think he's managed to um, blow all his money on various misdeeds, including uh, racing. <laughs> including that flag. <laughs> that flag and other kind of less... The innocent past times, let's say. Yeah, and he, yeah, uh, I don't think he's um, a rich cowboy anymore.
0: The the flag we're referring to. I'll try and put one of my pictures up of it. I suspect the English down's pictures of it are probably not quite as uh, good because mine was taken from the other side of the stadium, so you can actually see it. Whereas um, if you've got any of it at all, I think don't think it's No, know. I'm always underneath the um,
1: underneath the
0: flag. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and put one up on the hand of pop blog post because yeah. it's, uh, it's the biggest flag in the world, isn't it? So and I and taking
2: this one, yeah.
1: But I'll try and get some pictures as well from the Popular for that game and maybe we can include them in the next podcast if they're any any good quality and if they're kind of decent for public consumption. (laughs) I'll try and do it. That's a pretty big F, the second one. (laughs) But an interesting side note to watch out for that game is uh, watch carefully on how many chances uh, Theo Gutierrez misses because (laughs) every one he misses that comes from a pass from Gio Moreno is going to cost him $100. Thanks to a little side bet That the two Colombians Had between themselves Is that just for this game Or is that I think it's general? just for this game Yeah and Otherwise it could Cost yeah. a lot <laughs> of money. Yeah As I was saying last week.
2: <laughs> I'm also Really really looking forward Because Growing up In Avellaneda uh, Going to school Having most of My grade Supporting Independiente It was a period of time In which Racing Were not doing Particularly well But we went 11 years without losing Against Independiente So It was Kind of a, a Good and bad At the same time And um, And I always I always uh, Used to watch uh, With Some admiration Their number 10 Called Riccardo Bocchini mm. And he was one of the Greatest
0: players Maradona's ever. idol He was Maradona's idol He um, was In fact one of their stunts Is not named after him as well Right um, Yeah, the myself, yeah. He,
2: He's the, the biggest idol In the history of Independiente And th- He was there is some bits of Riquelme in his game, like the, that through ball he plays. The well,
3: and there's he, a yeah. word for it in so Spanish, it's a
2: pass Bochinesco. Un see, bocinesco, sí, exactly. And I saw him score any, all sorts of goals against, Ra- against Racing. And this is a ball-headed guy who could barely move in his later stages of his career. And he was still... So much great. like Riquelme. Yeah, so much <laughs> like Riquelme, yeah. And... Uh, he could, he will still destroy the opposition, especially right. Racing. He he always had a great game against Racing, and this time, I think, for, for the first time ever. Because maybe when Ruben Paz, my childhood mm. hero, uh, the Uruguayan, played for Racing, he was really really talented and he was probably the best player in the league or or yeah. thereabouts. Uh, but he was playing at the same time with Bochini for for Racing, uh, but now the number 10 for Racing he's going to be the player to watch and know, it's Giovanni Moreno who missed the previous two derbies yeah. he could have played one well, through injury in international commitments and, and then an for, injury yeah. yeah he had to play for Colombia in a ridiculous <laughs> friendly <laughs> <laughs> which was not official FIFA date or whatever or maybe it was but okay. anyway yeah. so I'm really really looking forward for that it's going to be Gio Moreno's first yeah. Avellaneda derby and we're hoping he gets one of these performances uh, similar to what Bocchini did in the past oh,
1: against yeah. us. Yeah. I think if we can say anything, the atmosphere on Sunday is probably going to be even bigger than what we saw in April because mm. I think back then the team were coming off losing about four or five games in a row and we're mid table. This time, you know, yeah. seconds unbeaten, two goals conceded, the team playing well. Yes, I think you're going to see an absolutely Full stadium Packed to the rafters And hopefully uh, A good game Yeah we'll be uh, Talking about that Obviously after the game Next week On, on Hand of
0: Pod uh, Before we go away we've, We have had one question In from a listener uh, Which was directed right. At Australian Dunn, So I should let him Read it out.
3: Yeah we have It's from Joseph SBCN On Twitter <laughs> um, And he was just Asking Maxi Morales He says he's been Looking really good In Serie A so far For Atalanta And what do we Make of him uh, Which I think we Touched on When he left Or, or also last year And um, I think we all rate him very highly. He's a wonderful
1: Wonderful, wonderful midfielder. <laughs> 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 I thought you are going to say good. midfielder then, but you <laughs> went another way? It's, midget, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> if, A Lilliputian grip genius, I like to say.
0: If the question's asking about his performances so far this season, I'll have to confess to not having seen many of them. No, I think goals. he is. Yeah. Um, Just um, as a as player, I'm, I'm really glad yeah. that he got another go in Europe as well because he went to spat out yeah. Moscow before and. Um, uh, found it. Found it a bit difficult to settle. Oh, right. it was he yeah. there for a year or two? Yeah. It was from wrestling. Yeah, actually. one one year I think in total. Yeah, yeah, but he played maybe five games and then. Yeah, yeah no, a that's perfect
3: that's example that's of someone that. going far yeah. too young, and now he's much closer to. Yeah. Well, a much more mature player. And I think he's
1: now twenty-three or twenty-four. 24 yeah. Around
3: yeah.
2: There, yeah. Yeah. yeah, perfect yeah, and he, You have to remember, he won the youth World Cup with Argentina in Canada, twenty-seven. 2007, two yeah. thousand seven. Two thousand seven, and he won the silver Bowl But I think he should have won the gold, the right. gold, uh, golden ball. Aguero was the golden ball winner. He was more high-profile by then. But I think he the, the crucial player for Argentina in uh, in their knockout stages was definitely Maxi Morales in a team that had Mauro Sarate as well and other big name players we, mm-hmm. we, we, we know now and for Atalanta I think it's um, the, the team as a whole they have been playing really good and, and you have to remember they started with minus six points because of a mm-hmm. deduction they, they suffer, and now they have four points they would have been top right. and, and Maxi his first game, he scored a double. I mean, that, that's, that's nothing short of a spectacular. Really.
3: And Hernan Dennis has been playing yeah. well as well. Yeah. You know? uh, probably to do to do with Maxi providing mm-hmm. the kind of balls he, he used to provide for
1: Silva and, yeah. and guys
2: like that. I'm happy because it proves that in football size
1: it doesn't matter, right? Really. Nah, yeah, as well. I think that's one thing all of us living in Argentina can can agree on. It's yeah. not exactly the consensus in England because. At least people involved in football seem to value size. I mean, I don't know if Maxi would have even got a look at him at most Premiership clubs because he's five foot two or five foot three. I think <laughs> he just would have been
0: shown the door. But he gets a chance. And yeah, still occasionally we'll see an, an interview with a, a former great or a youth coach here or whatever, bemoaning the fact that now in Argentina all any of the coaches care about is big bulky players. Do you think? Hang on, compared with the whole of the rest <laughs> of the world, apart from maybe Spain. That's complete rubbish in comparison yeah. with Brazil, with
1: Germany, England, whatever. It's all relative. Big, big and bulky. Here is often kind of five foot nine, five foot ten. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and also for yeah. Fabiani's size doesn't matter. So. No. He's scoring now. he yeah. scored a goal in in, yeah. in the second half. Yeah.
3: He
0: tapped in from about two feet and, and celebrated
3: like <laughs> yeah. he just won the World
0: Cup. Sure. But, you know, he's, he's too good for that division, as, as he told everybody. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before he eventually found that it was the only division he was not capable of playing <laughs> <laughs> Um Yes, yeah, so we, we hope that that's addressed your question, Joseph. Um, and for now, we've we've talked for a while, and we hope you've enjoyed listening to our witterings. Um, but we're going to switch off and go and go for some dinner, each of us now, and I'm going to rest my vocal uh, cords. One
2: bit of homework for our listeners uh, is Pizut related. And so Google Cynthia Fernandez and. Uh, Pishoudi is the benefic- beneficiary of uh, her care and attention. Yeah, you know who else right. is the
3: beneficiary is uh, uh, Svitanić. Yes, yeah, with who's
2: dating Cecilia Bonelli. Cecilia, Cecilia Bonelli. Bonelli. So, yeah. So Google uh, Cecilia
3: Bonelli.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't waste time googling, googling Cecilia Bonelli. <laughs> no? Just now, go for Cecilia no. 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 Fernández. <laughs> Didn't you tell me on Twitter last night that you thought Christina Kirchner was pretty? So. I do. I think so. Yeah. Good God. I love, note, I love her. with all my heart. On on that note, um, I'm I'm going to say goodbye. Seb, I think you should say goodbye. <laughs> Ciao, <worries>. Christina. <laughs> four more years <laughs>
2: four more years oh English
0: done goodbye <laughs> uh, Australian done today we've
3: talked about sex, religion and politics I think it's time to tend this podcast goodnight night. ciao <laughs> <laughs>